It is Thursday, July 28th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, the only guy who didn't get hit by a football at practice today, <laughs> J.P. Shatrick. But apparently they tried. Welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. We're back, baby. It's the preseason. It's training camp. My name's J.P. Shadrick. We have a busy two hours ahead tonight. Jaguars analyst Jeff Lagerman is here for the entire two hours. First week of training camp is in the books. The players are off Friday. What to expect when pads go on Saturday. And then the Doug Peterson show debuts at 5 o'clock on the Jaguars radio network. We will not have Coach Peterson in studio tonight. He'll join us for the first time after the return from Canton, Ohio. But we'll hear a lot from Doug Peterson. He's spoken twice this week in the opening week of training camp. Jeff Lagerman joining me now on the set. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess the New Year always starts when football camp starts, right? Yeah, right. Kind of how it is, right? The world finally starts to turn again. The grass is green, freshly mowed. Well, the sun can, is rising. I can tell you this, that the, nice. the grass at uh, the Episcopal School of Jacksonville is incredibly green. It's all new. <laughs> Great setup. So uh, here's the situation. Obviously, if you've just joined us or didn't follow this week at training camp, the Jaguars are n- unable to practice outside of TIAA Bank Field for the first time since 1995. They have to go away, and that's because the Miller Electric Center is being built in the parking lot. And if you're watching on Jaguars.com, it is a wet Miller Electric Center at the moment, but mm-hmm. that's the old footprint of the old three practice fields. Well, without that, the uh, Jaguars spent the offseason program on the game field. They've redone that for the season. So now they've had to move to the Episcopal School's sports campus. Not the main campus, but they have a, a, a satellite campus, if you will, for their sports. And they have all kind of fields, tennis courts. Well, the Jaguars and Episcopal went in and redid two fields, put in brand new grass. And if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you can see the before Video and now the after with the brand new turf. It's uh, pristine out there. Well, it's incredible, and uh, they didn't just go in there and just lay new grass down. They they brought equipment in and dirt and regraded everything, and then also upgraded a lot of the electrical stuff because of the uh, some of the power requirements for hosting a training camp. They added tents. They added cool zones. Uh, they redid the bathroom facility so that it had two sides. I mean, they they put a ton of resources, a.k.a. cash, <laughs> into the fields for, for Episcopal, and it, it's great. And it's going to be used, I think the total number is going to be 14 practices. Now, the challenge for the Jaguars, once you kind of get it in the regular season, because you're no longer going to be going over there once you break camp, is that then what happens? And their plan is to practice – on the game day field right here in the stadium, okay, which is going to be a little bit of a challenge because you're restricted a little bit as far as the amount of square footage of grass. And, uh, and also you're going to have to probably resurface that field a couple times during the season. But first of all, congratulations to Hamza, the, uh, the guys that handle the field, uh, the, uh, the folks at Episcopal, an incredible job. This is by far one of the best surfaces that I've ever seen that the Jaguars have ever had, any year, anywhere. And uh, so great benefit for the Episcopal School and a great job by the Jaguars of looking ahead and, and putting that plan together. 
because I don't know if you remember, JP, when Doug Peterson talked, he talked extensively about time management when it comes to the collective bargaining agreement because they're only allowed to have the players for a certain amount of time. And so proximity was a major consideration for this decision to go elsewhere to practice because you only have the players for, I think it's 11 hours a day mm-hmm. in training camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, great, great setup, cool deal, and uh, it's still training camp, though. It's hot. It is warm. Uh, Doug Peterson, we'll hear from him on the logistics behind that coming up at 5 o'clock in the Doug Peterson show. We'll get his thoughts on the research that went into it, that you know, driving to Episcopal, timing it out, the whole mm-hmm. thing, the police escorts and everything. My question is, is that where is the shaded area for us? <laughs> the important questions from Jeff Lagavin. Where, where am I going to stand? Well, you know, to, to, to quote Pete Prisco, what's good for me is, is good, good for me. good for me, of course. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it is warm, but it is early, which is a good thing. I, I think Coach Peterson has said this. He, he wanted to get ahead of any – pop-up showers that happen this time of year. If you're driving around downtown right now, you you know what that's about. So uh, they're on the field at about 8.30, 8.40, and they're off the field by about 10, 30, 11. And they haven't really had a full – I think next week or this weekend is when they do the full practices for the first time. It's been a ramp-up period the first week. Well, every practice has has gotten a little bit longer. Okay, right. So you started you know, early that's in the week. That's by rule, though. Exactly. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay, Thursday, every practice has grown a little bit. That's what they call the acclimation period. And then the next step after your practices on four days or four, four, four practices, now you're going to have a day off tomorrow. And then they will be in shoulder pads on Saturday or uppers, as it used to be called back in my day. And then full pads will be on Sunday. And a lot of people have referenced Sunday as the first day of full pads. Well, make no mistake about it. When you have uppers on, quote uppers, it is full pads and it's full contact. They're going to be hitting each other. Yes. I mean, the, 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 now there's not going to be a lot of people or anybody on the ground. But even if you're you're in full pads, you're not on the ground anyway. Any And, and so – uh, to go tell a quick story, back in the old days when Coughlin oh, used I to have. Wait. I love old Lagavin stories. And I'm, I'm not going to be one of these guys saying, I can't believe that these guys have the easy practice they I do today. I have a feeling that's what's about to come out of your mouth. No, no, but no. Go no. ahead. But when, when we had practices back in the day, we, we had padded practices. And for the most part, they were full pads. But every now and again, we were in uppers. And we were uh, essentially being driven very hard in camp in the early years. and specifically the first year, and I said to Tom, I said, you know, I said, I'm gassed. I've got no energy. You know, I'm actually starting to, to re- my strength is going the wrong way. Mm. You want to come out of training camp stronger and ready to go for, for, for the regular season. And he said, well, I'm giving you a break. You know, we're, I've had you in uppers two days this week. <laughs> and I had to explain to Tom that the only difference between uppers and full pads was the existence of knee pads. There was no other difference. It was still, you were still in full regalia. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the, when you're in shoulder pads, it's full contact. And so I'm looking forward to Saturday because that's when you start to really kind of to get an idea of where some guys are at. And uh, we both know it's a physical game. And when there, there's a lot of people, me, you, and Joe could look good in shorts. 
maybe we do. Field. We do. No, no, yes. I mean, like on the practice field. Oh, you mean field. like, okay, yes, as a player. No, not like, <laughs> okay, but hey, you okay. look good. Yeah. No, right. no, no. Thanks, like, Hey, you look pretty good out there in, on practice field. Not that other kind of Glad good. you noticed. Thanks. Don't get excited, Joe. Uh, it's 1010XL, 92.5 FM. We're on Jaguars.com, Jaguars social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, Logs, you and I are on Twitter also, at J.P. Shadrick, that's me. Yes. At Logs56, that's you. Yes. Um, and coming up a little later in the Doug Peterson Show at 5 o'clock is when that begins, uh, we'll, we'll have a weekly segment where you can submit questions for the coach. Well, coach won't be with us today. We're submitting questions for you, Jeff. Okay. So we're gonna, that's coming Bring up him on. a little bit later. Bring today. him on. Uh, week one in the book, so quarterback Trevor Lawrence back on Monday opened training camp with a press conference and explained the goal for week one. Yeah, week one is just to see the progress that we made in OTAs. And, you know, we're like we were installing last night. We're not starting over. We should be picking back up where we left off. Everything that we're talking about, we're flying through because we've already installed it a couple times. So having that knowledge and everyone can just pick up quick. When we install, that's nice. And we can add new wrinkles faster because we've already done it. Uh, but also realizing it's, it's a long season and day one um, doesn't have to be your best day. Um, just to keep building and getting better every day. And I think we have a lot of maturity on the team, which is, which is good. People know that. And uh, we're, at, we're still getting our bodies ready as far as to go the long haul for the season. So I thought it was a great day today. Coach did a great job laying out practice. It was a lot of work, an, enough work to get us ready, but not too much to where we can build and add some more tomorrow and the next day. And then you know by next week, we'll be full speed. So I thought it was really good opening practice. Guys look sharp, look ready. Um, so it was exciting. That was after the Monday practice. It was about an hour. And then, Logs, as you said, they kept adding some time as the week has gone along. I thought Tuesday and especially Wednesday were pretty sharp days overall for Trevor. Really good. Uh, how do you feel about him so far after four days looking at him? Well, I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and that he's the first overall pick from a year ago and last year didn't go the way he wanted it. And uh, so I think he's out to prove something. And, I, and that's that's always – a great thing, and uh, and I, I totally agree with what you what you're saying as far as Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, today. I thought the defense in the tight red area and and team drills did a really good job against Trevor. Well, I, I don't think it means that Trevor was bad today. No, no, Trevor no, was not, on target. I'm not but those guys that, were better. I'm not saying that he was bad. Yeah, but there was uh, I think it was uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and yesterday, Tuesday, yesterday, he was unbelievable. I mean, he was making some throws that you're like, wow. And he made a comment in that press conference that he said, you know, I feel like I'm throwing it as good as I ever have. Okay. And to me, that was the most important piece of information that he said in that entire conference because that tells me something. When he believes that he's throwing it as well as he ever has, that's a really good thing because confidence is everything and performance is everything. And, uh, and I like the, what, what I'm seeing out of him. Now, is it perfect? No. There's still some things that he still has got to get a lot better at. And uh, in practice, there's not guys trying to hit you. So there's still a lot of improvement to be made. And he understands that. He totally gets that. But I will say this, too. It's not all about Trevor Lawrence, about how they've looked on that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday stretch that we talked about. But the receivers were making some really good catches. Uh, Evan Ingram 
made some he's, grabs. He's flashed. One that was behind him that was like there's no way any of the tight ends in years past would have made that catch. He made another one off the top of his shoestrings. Dan Arnold made a couple really nice catches. Those are the things that you want to have your quarterback surrounded by because it can't always be him putting it on the dime. The one throw that he had that was by far the throw of the week, and I'm going to let you tell me what it is because you probably remember it. It's probably a deep ball down the right sideline. Um, who caught that Laquan ball? Treadwell. Yeah, that's You're right. right. Absolutely. I mean, dead on the money. Yes. And this was uh, perfect. It, it was a blitz team period, and Trevor gets rid of it in a timely fashion so the blitz wasn't going to get there. And he just launched it. And Laquan Treadwell literally never broke stride, and it hit him in the hands perfectly. Can't ask for better than that. About a 70-yard touchdown. Beautiful. Need some more of those around Thing of beauty. We're tired of these 16, 17-play scoring drives. Well, 70-yard touchdown. I'll take a scoring drive no matter how many plays it is. You can't make a living in the league like that. But, JP, you're you're right from the point of view that – and we've talked to to coaches in here for many years, and they always tell you that scoring drives, you always have explosive plays to get you there. It's very rare that you can just stack play after play after play to, to, you know, to methodically march down the field. The league's too good for That's that. That's not – exactly. Yeah. The, the game of football is not that anymore. It's about explosive plays to get you in the end zone. And when I chart drives throughout the season in the game broadcast, I always make notes of explosive plays in the drives. And you can always tell. When there's explosive plays, usually the drive ends up resulting in a score of some fashion. We'll come back in a moment and hear from Doug Peterson on his philosophy of rookies being in the starting lineup the first week of training camp. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jaguars, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIProductions.com. Five o'clock, we'll have the Doug Peterson Show debuting for the season. The coach won't be with us this week. We'll have plenty of Doug Peterson's sound from earlier in training camp. And we're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Experience the freedom of summer with big savings on a new Ford Trucker SUV during the summer sales event. Going on now at your local Ford dealer. Feel free to take your summer barbecue into the night in an F-150 truck. Soak in the sunshine in an Explorer SUV. Enjoy the freedom to go places you've never been with big savings on a Bronco Sport or Escape SUV. Come in and check out a new SUV or truck to keep you feeling the freedom of summer all year round. Your summer of freedom starts at the summer sales event only at your local Ford dealer. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Thinking about your favorite whiskey or whiskey-based cocktail for this weekend's party or tailgate? Us too. While you're out shopping for supplies, don't forget to pick up a bottle of the 2022 Jaguars Whiskey available at most local Jacksonville liquor stores. Not leaving the couch this weekend? No problem. You can also order a bottle online at citrusdistillersonline.com. Every bottle is made locally here in Duval. 
Jaguars fans, huddle up for the best defense against expensive car repairs, CarShield. Score big with the nation's number one automotive protection company, CarShield. They offer affordable plans that cover over 6,000 parts and systems in your car, truck, or SUV. Don't miss any Jaguars action this season with a car breakdown. Call the MVPs at CarShield for the best coverage ever. Call 800-471-1223. 800-471-1223. Go Jags! Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Frank Frangie here. When you want barbecue in Jacksonville, you want Bono's Pit Barbecue. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field because Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bono's is currently expanding its brand with franchise opportunities throughout the Southeast and beyond. Over 70 years of authentic Southern Pit Barbecue and owning your own business are a great combo. Go to Bono'sBarBQ.com to learn more or call 904-880-8310 today. And remember, if you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, with a guy like Trayvon, I mean... Um, you know, he's our first first pick, and, and you're going to throw him in there. He's going to be in there. Um, a guy like, well, that was, I'm, I, can't, I can't speak about that. You know, I speak about what's going on right here. No, but, but Luke, Luke's the same way. Um, you know, Devin Lloyd, you know, obviously, you know, before the injury, he, he, was, he was his starting rotation. Look, I mean, you draft these guys for a reason. And, and the reason is they need to play. And then they, they you know, we need the depth. We need the, the talent. We need maybe possibly to fill a hole. Um, and, and these guys, you know, it's no better time than right now, right, to, to let them, you know, go through a practice and, and make mistakes, uh, have successes, and be able to coach all that right now than, say, week one or two of the regular season when it's their first, you know, their first time. That's head coach Doug Peterson. Jaguars game day radio brought to you by Vistar Credit Union. Do good, bank better. It's Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick with Jeff Lagerman. Training camp week number one in the books. The players are off tomorrow. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. We'll hear a lot more from Doug Peterson coming up from a couple of instances this week in the Doug Peterson show at 5 o'clock on the Jaguars radio network. But his philosophy on rookies, well, it makes sense. The number one overall pick going to be on the field another first round pick if he wasn't dinged up a little bit right now it'd be out there and they went ahead and put Luke Fortner in there at the start of training camp with the first team reps at center he's the guy right now that wasn't really the case in the in the offseason program but now that they've come to late July hey no more messing around Fortner's the guy a little different than last year right I mean you had the first overall pick quarterback who was put into a battle with Gardner Minshew correct <laughs> That's, that was the little <laughs> chuckle in the middle of that. Was a, there was a quip from the audience. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, uh, what, was, uh, what was that competition all about? But anyway, I, I think it's the right decision. And uh, it, clearly these guys were picked high for a reason that uh, you want to get them on the field as quickly as you can because 
they have a very high level of talent. And the faster that you get them acclimated to the system and to the game at this level, the better for your team. And these guys are clearly talented. Talented. I think the one surprise, and at least to me a little bit, not in a bad way, but was Fortner. Uh, I thought that Shatley would still start and that they would kind of battle it out a little bit. But I think it's the wise decision because I think Fortner is going to be the better player. And Shatley, they put him in as the starting left guard. Yes. And I, and a lot of people have asked me, said, what do you think about that? Is he going to be a guard? I, I don't know if that's really the answer or not, JP. I, I really believe that, first of all, you have to respect Tyler Shatley, and so he you put him in as the starter because he can play center. There's no problem there. Yes. And he doesn't need to get reps at center, and you don't need to know what he can do at center. You know what he can do at center. You want to see if he can end up nailing down a starting guard job because you feel like Fortner is clearly going to be your best center, and I have no problem with that. And look, uh, Devin Lloyd, he's he, tweaks a hamstring in a, in a running test or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's out. Okay, so now you got a couple different guys that have taken snaps, but Chad Muma's been taking quite a few of them, and that's good. I mean, let let the young guys get some reps. I mean, that's what they were drafted for. They're good football players. Let them get assimilated, let them get acclimated, and let's go. Let's hear from one of the rookies. Trayvon Walker spoke this week, the number one overall pick out of Georgia. He and a few Jaguars defensive teammates Spent some offseason time with one of the greats, former Colts outside linebacker Robert Mathis, and Walker soaked up the knowledge. I have to say I learned a lot from him. He just taught me one of the main things that he told me, just be patient. Like Everything will come once I start to realize the small things within my moves, everything will start to tie together from there. So from like I say, I was always trying to work on my hand and eye coordination. It all starts with my get-off. If I'm getting off the ball, then... The offensive lineman is going to have to commit to me in some type of way, so I just let my fluent, my fluidity and my speed work for itself. He seems happy to be around here, I think. Just a couple big time, big flashes of the smile at the podium the other day for Trayvon Walker, and he actually said, I'm excited to go get the pads on this weekend and go hit somebody, even if it is a teammate. Well, did you notice or what one of the reasons why he was smiling at the podium? Because he had Josh Allen badgering him from the audience of the media. Yes. And it was cool to see. And when Josh Allen came in to the National Football League here in Jacksonville, Calais Campbell literally took him under his wing and just, you know, raised him. And Josh is returning that with Trayvon Walker. And you watch these guys on the field, and they're consistently working together. And they are big. Uh, Trayvon Walker is a large human being now. I was going to say, Josh Allen is a large human being, but then Trayvon – is bigger than he is. Trayvon, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, my God, this is like a 280-pound outside linebacker? Well, they list him at 272 pounds. And Josh is much bigger than what he was last year. He's reportedly about 255, maybe even a tish more. But these two guys, you can tell they're like peas and carrots out there on the field. They're together all the time. And, And that's good to see. And Trayvon, I think, is, is, is going to be a great football player because I think he's got a great skill set. I think there's still going to be a lot of learning for him from a pass rush perspective, and I think it's a great thing that Josh Allen set up because he was the one who kind of coordinated this pass rush thing with Robert Mathis. 
And Robert Mathis is one of the great pass rushers in league history and had great technique. But one of the things that he had was just a, a, a relentless approach. And any time that somebody can be taught that relentless approach, take advantage of it. And so good for Trayvon, good for Josh, and all the other Jaguar players that, that took advantage of that opportunity. It's 1010XL, 92.5 FM, Jaguars.com, Jaguars social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. We're both on Twitter at J.P. Shadrick, at Logs56. Your social questions coming up in the Doug Peterson Show, Logs. Well, one of the things from watching Trayvon so far that I think he's going to learn, when you're pass rushing, because that's the part, I, for, first of all, I think he's going to be dominant. Against dominant. the run. I think he's going to against be, the run. Against the run. Okay. I think he's going to be dominant. He's long. He's strong. He's sudden. He separates extremely well. And this is well, for me watching his college film. His acceleration to the ball, his attitude when he gets there, doesn't miss tackles. I mean, all those things that he does are exceptional. There's some things that he still has to learn. Pass rush is being one of them. Learning some of the moves. And he talked about fluidity. Fluidity sometimes is a comfort level with pass rush moves. And one thing that I've noticed a little bit with him in practice is that sometimes when he comes off, he allows himself to be somewhat of an easy target. Mm. So the more you learn and the more reps you get, he'll learn not to give the easy target in practice or as a pass rusher. The more elusive that you are or the smaller that you are for the offensive lineman and you're the being the target, the better off you're going to be. And he's going to learn all this stuff. How do you do that, though? I mean, just in, in general. Do you turn it's, your shoulders? It's your like approach. You, you it's wax your, on, wax off. It's hands. your approach. It's your angle. It's your body lean. It's, uh, it's your speed. It's your get-off. Get-off makes you a smaller target immediately. That's why Dwight Freeney yeah. was so good. Derek Thomas, great pass rushers that were in the National Football League, had a first step that were second to none. Trayvon can take advantage of that as well. It, that's not just limited to the elite great athletes of all time. Anybody can take advantage of a great get-off as a pass rusher. Jaguars defense. Even you. Even me, yes. Even you. That's right. I'm working on mine. Um, you know, The Jaguars have stockpiled a lot of first-round picks on the defensive side of the ball. One of those is Josh Allen, who so far in this offseason says his mind and his body are both right. I feel like, man, it's all season, man. I prepare. I work my butt off. I learned. I grew. I got physically stronger. I got mentally stronger. Um, and I feel like, no, can nobody stop me. I feel like I'm going to be the best defensive player in the National Football League. And I'm going to work like that every day. And that's my mentality. And they helped me stay with, t- stay with that mentality. And like I said, man, I got a whole bunch of guys that's ready to work, that's hungry. And, you know what I'm saying, when that mentality, when that attitude's around in the locker room, everybody gets hungry. And I would just want to work even harder and harder and harder. So, uh, I'm excited about these camp days. I'm excited to compete against the offense. You know, I had conversations with Trevor. Trevor's super excited. I'm super excited for him. Super excited for this offense, man. I think they did a really good job with bringing pieces around him. That's going to benefit him. It's going to benefit this team. And uh, I'm excited for it. I talked to him uh, right before the end of the offseason program, and it just felt like there was a, a nice refresher this offseason, that this is the way things should be around the building, yes, but that kind of carried on to a lot of players personally, too. And and to get him back in the right headspace is a good place to be. Obviously, it's a big year for him. It's his fourth year in the NFL. 
Uh, he's got the fifth year option and all that that's taken, so he's got a little time. This is a big year to go out and produce for Josh. Huge Allen. year. I mean, as big of a year as you could have professionally, and he's got a great mindset. He's not holding in like some guys are in the National Football League that are have reported and said, well, you know, I need to get my contract before I practice. He's going to let his work speak for himself. He's going to let his performance speak for himself, and I appreciate that about Josh, and that's one of the special things about him because that's the type of player that you want to keep on this football team, and I think at some point that those conversations will happen. But what I love about him is that he was asked a question in, in this press conference because he had men- made mention of that he wants to be the best not just the best on this team, the best player that he can be, but the best defender in the National Football League. And he was asked, what makes you think that you can get there? Not in a, in a negative way, but somebody said, what gives you the belief? And he said, because I put in the work. And that's the one thing I love about Josh. It's hardworking of a players that you'll ever see. And if you look at him, just look at him physically. You can tell that he's put in the work. He's put in the time. And I appreciate that about him. And I'm looking forward to what he can do because, you know, there were moments last year that he was fantastic. And then he kind of had a a little bit of a slump. And then he kind of came back. And some of that slump may have been related to injury. I don't know. But there was a couple games, mainly the Buffalo game. He dominated that that game. That was his, I think, arguably his best career game. Dominated that game. Had to be. Yeah, I mean, dominated the game. I mean, all, all the talk about... That matchup before the game was Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, and then all the top conversation during the game was about Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you want to see that player week in and week out this year. Visit jaguars.com and click the podcast tab for our, all our audio archives and the official Jaguars podcast network. It's free on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. This program archive, Jaguars reporters coming up again tomorrow. The uh, Jags broadcast weekend review and much more. Give us that five-star rating as always. We're back in a moment with some offensive line talk and some news at right tackle today for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, huddle up for the best defense against expensive car repairs, CarShield. Score big with the nation's number one automotive protection company, CarShield. They offer affordable plans that cover over 6,000 parts and systems in your car, truck, or SUV. Don't miss any Jaguars action this season with a car breakdown. Call the MVPs at CarShield for their best coverage ever. Call 800-471-1223. 800-471-1223. Go Jags! Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Experience the freedom of summer with big savings on a new Ford truck or SUV during the summer sales event going on now at your local Ford dealer. Feel free to take your summer barbecue into the night in an F-150 truck, soak in the sunshine in an Explorer SUV, enjoy the freedom to go places you've never been with big savings on a Bronco Sport or Escape SUV. Come in and check out a new SUV or truck to keep you feeling the freedom of summer. 
all year round. Your summer of freedom starts at the summer sales event, only at your local Ford dealer. Thinking about your favorite whiskey or whiskey-based cocktail for this weekend's party or tailgate? Us too. While you're out shopping for supplies, don't forget to pick up a bottle of the 2022 Jaguars Whiskey available at most local Jacksonville liquor stores. Not leaving the couch this weekend? No problem. You can also order a bottle online at CitrusDistillersOnline.com. Every bottle is made locally here in Duval. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the print services you need for your business. Need large banners and signs for your next promotional event? How about custom boxes to advertise your company fleet? Find out for yourself how Kessler Creative can help you stand out from the competition with eye-catching designs that are sure to impress your customers. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. and Fat Tony. Jaguars today. All Jaguars, all NFL, all the time. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL. It's going to be an ongoing process of finding the best five. So uh, we're going to continue to work with guys. You, you know, you may see them starting one day and you may see somebody else starting a period that day, starting whatever it may be. It's going to be a fluid process. We're fortunate we don't have to release a depth chart right now and figure that out. So we're still in the process of figuring out who our best five is. And that, you know, the best five, I think, works together. You know, you may have a guy that's very talented, this, but he doesn't communicate well, and it doesn't help this guy play his best. So you're kind of working through that process. Um, even in walkthroughs in the afternoon, we'll mix and match rotations to see who communicates well, who gets the best out of each other playing next to one another. So, Offensive coordinator Press Taylor and PRI Productions, the Southeast full-service event company, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com and learn more. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. That's Press Taylor discussing the offensive line. And there was some news there today. Well, at least early in camp, uh, the right tackle position has been uh, with two players rotating snaps with the first team, Jawan Taylor and Walker Little. Well, today, Jawan Taylor was off to the side. Walker Little got all the first-team reps today. This will really ramp up, I think, after the day off. We'll see how what's the issue with Jawan Taylor on Saturday if he's back out there. Well, first day in shoulder pads, you're going to see some action on the offensive and defensive lines. Well, and the team does not have to report on any injuries. So they don't have to tell us or anybody else what's going on with Jawan Taylor. We Correct. just saw that he did not practice. He was wearing a hat, and so something was amiss. But – Walker Little the day before, they've been alternating a little bit. You know, the first couple of days it was Juwan. Yesterday it was Walker Little. Today Juwan was out, and uh, and Walker's look good. So has Juwan. So I think that's going to be a really good battle to watch. But I will say this. 
battles can't be won unless you're on the battlefield. True. So then we're a long way away from September where the first game is going to occur. So, I mean, Juwan Taylor's still whatever's going on. There's no concern yet there. But something to keep an eye on, certainly. And I think it's going to be interesting what he, to watch because what Press is talking about trying to get the best five out there doesn't necessarily mean best individually five. You got to get the best performance out of the group as a whole. As he was saying, you have to find people that can communicate. Maybe somebody plays better alongside somebody else. That's going to be interesting to watch. I believe that the left guard battle is something that's going to have to be watched. And we haven't seen anybody really rotate yeah, in yet with Tyler right. Shatley. But Bart, also, should be, Bart should be the next guy up, though, right? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, that's, that's you know, here's the thing, JP, about where we're at right now. Can you really tell no. what an offensive lineman is doing well and not? We're, there's no pads yet. You'll find out Saturday, Sunday. When the pads go on, then you can really start the evaluation of the offensive lineman, and you can really take a closer look at, at the individual performances. But, yes, I mean, look, you got to keep your eyes wide open because, look, if you're sitting there and you have something that's kind of pre-programmed in your mind as a coach, maybe you end up missing something that may end up making your unit better. So you got to pay attention. And I'm looking forward to seeing if Barch can raise his level of play because we saw Barch play at right guard in years past, right? Because Norwell was the fixture at left guard. So can Ben Barch make that transition over to the other side? And can he play well? You know, maybe some of these young guys that, uh, I mean, Nick Ford is an undrafted rookie from Utah. That's right. That uh, that looks the part. Could he end up, you know, being a factor in that? Look, that's the thing about it. In training camp, you pay attention to everybody. That's why you have training camp, because jobs are won and lost in training camp. Let's play hypothetical, though, Logs. Absolutely. You know, I love, love playing hypothetical. We love this game. <laughs> With you, anyway. If... If, let's say, Walker Little wins the right tackle job, what happens mm -hmm. with Jawan Taylor? He's active on game day because he's your backup right tackle. Okay. And then if you had an injury to left tackle, then Walker Little swings to the left side. You know what I mean? I mean, <clears throat> you don't have to have a backup that can play both sides. You can always have Walker if, Little. Yeah, if you have a starter that can play both sides. Exactly. Yeah. If you have a guy yeah. that can move to the left side. Now, would – Walker Little be at his best initially after being the starting right tackle and if he had to move to left tackle for a game because there was an injury to Cam Robinson, not going to be as good as he could have been well, if he worked mean, left all along. But in time, but that's going to give you the best combination because I don't believe, this is my opinion, I don't believe that Jawan Taylor is a left tackle. Okay? And so that makes me believe that Walker Little is your starting left or you're starting right tackle, depending on health of Cam Robinson. Okay, all right, that clears up. But now let's see what happens at the, the you know the battle for right tackle. I, Walker Little right now has looked good, but then again, like I said, there's no, no pad yet. So let's wait and see. He can move around. He can do things, right? That's it fine. looks good. I mean, he, yeah. he, here's we the knew thing. that. Though. Here's the thing about Walker. He's very athletic, and when you're in shorts and no pads athleticism can show with an offensive lineman, and he's got the length. When Baselli came in here in 1995. Who? Some guy that's make, maybe going to be in the Hall of Fame coming up next Saturday. Okay, it's just, you know, it's, well, I think he wore 72. <laughs> oh, no, that was 71. <laughs> but when he came in the door, he was different because 
of the size. Walker Little is different because of his size. He's got the length. There's not a lot of tackles that have natural length and the natural size and bulk to where it doesn't look like they're inflated. Walker Little is a natural 300 and whatever pounds that he is. Doesn't look like he's fat and it doesn't look like he's inflated. So I think it's going to be an interesting watch. And then here's the great thing. Competition makes everybody better. Juwan Taylor's had a pretty easy ride for the first couple years of his career because he has not had competition. I don't think that's made him the best player that he can be. Now he's got a choice. Compete or you're in a, you'll be a backup. Yeah, well, that's, that's what it's all about. We'll find out in the next uh, you know, couple weeks when they put the pads on for starting on But, but I will say, well, Juwan Taylor's looked, he's looked really good so far in the okay. practices that I've seen. And no pads. Okay. Well, it's a good thing. It's better yeah, than it's looking you, bad. It's what you want. You don't want to look bad at That's this what time. you want, you know? It's, 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 well, it's that would be thing. news. Yes. If you're looking really bad. In the if you're looking bad days. before pads, it's not a good thing for an offensive lineman, I can tell you That's that. That's not good for any position, probably. Mm, uh, no. You, this is the time to shine, the first week. Yeah, you want to make all do all. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually right. had that on, uh, when in training camp. All we, Duval. Yeah, we did. We had we had it was kind of a, a, a running joke in the locker room, yeah, yeah. because we had some guys that when you were in no pads, they acted and practiced and went against you as if you were in pads, and you had to say, "Hey, you need to chill, bud. You need to take it down a notch, <laughs> because I don't have shoulder pads on." So we would say, "You, you trying to do make all Duval?" Anyway, that was the joke. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, then look no further than Ford F-150. It's loaded with impressive capability and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between. This truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back in a moment. We'll hear from Travis Etienne. Had a chance to catch up with him the other day. I like this guy. I think he's a... He looks good right now. He's a joy to talk to. And he's a joy to watch so far with no pads. With no pads. But we'll hear from him coming up. And, of course, at 5 o'clock, the Doug Peterson Show debuts. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. in Jacksonville, Florida, CSI Companies partners with leading organizations across the country to deliver workforce solutions. As a proud sponsor of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI crafts personalized operations to fuel the success of businesses, both big and small. Whether it's finding the right talent for a job or seamlessly managing a project from start to finish, CSI has over three decades of experience in getting the job done. This is your workforce solutions reimagined. Visit CSICompanies.com. At ByStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. ByStar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Visit ByStarCU.org slash join. Insured by NCUA. 
Frank Frangie here. When you want barbecue in Jacksonville, you want Bono's Pit Barbecue. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field because Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bono's is currently expanding its brand with franchise opportunities throughout the Southeast and beyond. Over 70 years of authentic Southern Pit Barbecue and owning your own business are a great combo. Go to BonosBarbecue.com to learn more or call 904-880-8310 today. And remember, if you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. When Jaguars news breaks, you'll hear about it first on 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I set my alarm for 6. I probably lay in bed for 30 minutes, so I don't get out to about 6.30. I try to uh, be in the car around 6.45. Then I get to the facility at 7. And then the uh, bus leaves at 8. So I, I try to uh, get in the hot tub. Or if I don't get in the hot tub, get in the um, normal tech boots and get a little, just a little prehab stuff. Then we hop on the bus, we get here, uh, we go to work. And so we practice here, then we're about to go back. Uh, we had workouts yesterday, now we have the recovery time because defense works out today. And uh, after that, just meetings on meetings on meetings. And then we have um, walkthroughs, then more meetings. And then we probably get out of here about seven. And you go home, you watch a film. Uh, for me, I try to study other running backs and just, Try to be in bed about 10 because 6 o'clock comes very early. And uh, we just repeat. And that's just what it is in camp. And uh, just for us, it's just knowing you have to sacrifice to be the best you can be. And I feel like at this time right now, it's just, just locking in uh, for these two, three weeks. And then see where it takes me. You know, I feel like it's a short time in my life right now to where if I put all I can into this, I'm going to reap the benefits on the back end. So that's how I uh, attack each and every day. That is Travis Etienne Jr. in a conversation I had with him after practice a couple days ago. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick with Jeff Lagerman, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reaver. Glad you're along with us. It's our opening show of the 2022 campaign. And I could uh, listen to him, I think, all day long. The simple question to him before that answer was, take us through your day from when you wake up to when you go to bed. And he's got his head on straight. Yeah, he's... First of all, I love I love listening to him because I think he's uh, very thoughtful, 
and uh, I used to have a, a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about Clemson running backs for good reason. They used to, they used to run roughshod over us at Virginia for years. Oh, well, okay. It's, yeah, it's personal for you. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, so did many other schools, but yeah, that's another I know. story. But he's a, he's, a, he's a wonderful young man, got, got great speed. I'm glad to see him back healthy because I went through Liz Frank here in, in 1995, and that's an extremely painful injury that happens in the middle of the foot. And there's a, I guess a, the, 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 the name itself comes from this guy that uh, was in a horse saddle and his foot got stuck in the stirrup hey, imagine and bent this, his foot. Imagine this, Logs. He was French, too. Yes. He was Frank, yes. Yes. That's right. So uh, I had it, and, I, and mine was a little different in that Travis had surgery, I believe. He did. He has, has a screw in his foot, he said. Okay. That's what he told everybody. Mine, did, I didn't have surgery. The, uh, it put me essentially out for the rest of 1995, which I missed four games, came back in the springtime. The scary thing for me, JP, is when I came back in, like, March, April, and started to run again, it immediately swelled again. And oh, I was no. like, oh, my God, am, am I done? <laughs> and so I was a defensive lineman. We're, we're, we're talking about an elite athlete here that is a running back that makes his living with his feet. I mean, and I did too as a defensive end. But it, anyway, I'm happy to see him back on the field. He hasn't missed any time. He looks like he's completely healed. That's a positive. And the one thing about Travis, he has a different gear. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't even think we've seen the full full gear yet. No. We, we've we, seen I don't glimpses, think we have yet. A little burst here <laughs> yeah. or there, right? But he hasn't really had to open it all the way up for 80 yards yet. There's, there was a play that happened, I think it was yesterday, and it was kind of like a little inside zone play to Travis. And then here comes Rayshon Jenkins down to fill the gap. And Travis sees him, bounces to the outside, and then ch- and he finds that other gear. And you're just like, okay. whoa. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason why you drafted him in the first round. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the Jaguars offensively. I think they're going to be in a position to be able to do some creative things with him because they believe he can catch the ball out of the backfield. The previous staff believed that too prior to the injury. So uh, if you got James Robinson eventually back or Snoop Connors in the backfield, I think you can do some things with a Travis Etienne that are different and that can stress a defense because of that speed and the ability to catch the ball. And and don't underestimate Snoop Connor's speed also. It might be a little surprising to some when you well, see him for the first time. And he's a big boy now. Yeah, but once he gets out in the open, uh, it's he's, he can he can turn it up a little bit. Not like quite ETN, I'm not saying that. Right, right, right. But, yeah. but what I like about kind of what they're starting to build in NJP, we're really early in the process, and, and time will tell what they are or what they are not. But if you're looking to build the offense, if James Robinson can get back to health, which right now you have to assume that he's not going to be back. You just have to plan that way. But with Travis Etienne and then Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold and Christian Kirk, that's four incredibly quarterback-friendly completions. I put Christian Kirk into that mix because he's an outstanding Slot receiver. 
and the proximity of the completions to those four guys are typically a little bit closer to the quarterback. And now you're talking about moving the change and starting to stack plays on one another. And then with Travis, the explosive element after the catch, Evan Ingram after the catch, now you're looking at having a quarterback being able to take that next step, that next big step that you want him to take. And that's what excites me. Time now for the injury report presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we take a look at players off to the side early in camp. We mentioned James Robinson coming off the torn Achilles with a couple games to go last season. And what are we, seven months removed from that now? Six months? What is yeah. this, July? I'm right. Uh, Foley Fadakasi's been off to the side. Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, had a hamstring issue uh, in a running uh, drill the first uh, report day, sounds like. Jawan Taylor was out today, or off to the side at least. Darius Williams has been off, coming off some offseason surgery. We'll see when he gets back. I know we're excited to see what Williams can do coming off that great run with the L.A. Rams, and he's a Jacksonville area native as well. But those are just a few of the names that are off to the side. As you said, Logs, the team does not have to report exactly why. A few guys in, in Robinson's case, certainly we know why, and Lloyd, because Doug Peterson said it the other day. But some of the others were not so sure. And that's now, didn't Darius Williams he, have like an off-season it, shoulder? It shoulder. Yeah, we don't yeah. know if that's the reason that's keeping him out, but uh, the good thing is he was out on the practice field. He was wearing a red kind of a mesh jersey over his jersey. That means don't touch me. Yeah, which means... Uh, <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, stay, stay away, but I'm going to be out here working. That's right. Alright, so uh, we're coming up we're a week from tonight. Uh, what time is it? Almost five o'clock. We were we're a week and five minutes away from the start of the Publix tailgate show. Well, we exactly How about that. Yeah, it's exciting. So we uh, haven't been back to Canton since 1995. That was the first Hall of Fame game the Jaguars were in. Correct. Yeah. I was. I I played in the Hall of Fame game twice. That was my second second time. Okay. Um, I've been twice. I went in 1991. As a young, spry nine-year-old, um, and it was actually enshrinement weekend of all things. Mm -hmm. We didn't go to the enshrinement, but it was the year John Hanna was inducted mm -hmm. into the Hall of Fame. And then I went again in like '07, and now I'm going to go again in 2022, and I'm excited about it. And this Jaguars team is excited about, you know, not having to go two full weeks plus before playing a football game. We caught up with Rayshon Jenkins. This week, may or may not play in that game, but he's ready to see another team already. Man, it's, it's crazy, but I will say one thing. I love it like that because, uh, you know, in training camp, you just, you're just going against your guys the whole time, but you get in here and you got a game 11 days after. That, that's, that's so exciting, man. You get to go, you know, actually go, you know, practice what you just learned against other people, against a real live opponent. So I, I, I think it's actually, you know, uh, plays in our favor a little bit. So there's work to be done, obviously, as we've talked about all show. The, the pads go on Saturday, the shoulder pads, the uppers, and then full pads Sunday. They've got to figure out some things there. And then I'm sure early in the week, Doug Peterson will start to, to pare down who will be up and down for the game. Historically, teams keep their frontline guys either down or not even in Canton. Uh, I have a feeling – a lot of these guys will be in Canton. At yeah, least. yeah, but they're they're probably not going to play a lot of front line guys. This is a great opportunity to evaluate the guys that you don't have a lot of history or film with. 
and a uh, great competitive situation. I'm sure the, the Raiders are going to be much in the same kind of vein. They've got a new staff, just like the Jaguars. They've got some new components. that, uh, But uh, Josh McDaniels is going to want to take a look at his second, third, fourth teamers. So uh, I don't know. If, I, I don't really know, but I'd be interested to know if some coaches have had conversations before the Hall of Fame game. Hey, you know, like if you were the coach of a team and I'm the coach of a team, and I picked up the phone and I say, hey, JP. Hey, Jeff. Nice to hear from you, man. Happy training camp. Glad you're back for this season. I know you had some rocky times with your ownership last year. But know what? I'm glad you're still in the role. All good. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, uh, hey, look, uh, looking forward to the the Hall of Fame game. Me too. Yeah. We're fired up. Just wanted to kind of get a – a feel for, for, from you about what your th- thinking is for the game. Do you want to play? Are you going to play any guys that are frontline guys? Because, you know, I, I want to I be all on the same well, page I mean, with you. I you would know? say, that, uh, Coach Lagerman, I you know, we're planning on, you know, playing everybody into the second half. This is our – this is our dress Starters? rehearsal. We're going. Oh, we're going. Geez. And if you're not going, oh, we're going to dominate you guys on national TV. Uh, that's all too, we're going to do. We're going to so, look, look terrible. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just. That's our plan. <laughs> that never happens. Of course not. I bet you it does. Oh, no. The conversation happens, but they're never going to put the front line. No, 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 no. The no, conversation no. does. Yeah, I hey, think you know, It's like does. you guys on – on the uh, on the offensive and defensive lines, you know, you do a little, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got yeah, the little the sign little in practice. Sign, hey, hey, let's make it look good, but you know, not yeah. hit each other very hard. That's, I think, what happens. Yeah, here. but but it, but it's a great it's a great opportunity for for guys that are. How should I say this? Come in without a lot of merit. Great opportunity for them to draw attention to their skill set, because opportunities are so much smaller now in the preseason oh, than yeah. they have ever been. And this is, this is a unique opportunity because the Jaguars have the extra preseason game because it's the Hall of Fame game. So you've got this extra opportunity. So some of these other younger players that are undrafted or that were you know, street-free agents or whatever, hey, look, this is a great opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. Yeah, those undrafted guys uh, get you know, out JP, there and play. Yes. 1992 was the first Hall of Fame game that I played in, and uh, I remember it pretty well. Who'd you play against? I Jets don't remember the team, but I just I remember because John Riggins was inducted. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and John was a New York Jet yes. before he was a Washington Redskin. Yes. And got a chance to talk to him, and and he had a lot of beer <laughs> <laughs> that day. He's riding on the back of the car, you know, doing the parade wave and everything, going around the field. But it was cool. And then 1995, obviously, against the Carolina Panthers. And and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the Hall of Fame itself because I'm going to be able to take a tour. Me and the wife, Tara, are going to go check it out. Yep. Because it's changed over it's the years. So, you know, it's, it's been so much different. I, I'm sure even so much different from 07. It's when been I was 27 years. Yeah, right. It's since, certainly different. Since I've been there. It's, it, it will blow your mind. Looking forward to it. And I know the stadium has undergone It's a brand new stadium. A major upgrade. Tore it to the ground and rebuilt the whole thing. Tom uh, Benson, the old uh, Saints owner, put in a bunch of money for it. And obviously we're excited for the Tony Baselli events. Oh, absolutely. All weekend long. And the tickets showed up in the mail the other day. Man, I'm so fired up. I can't wait. I am too. And and very happy for Tony. And I don't think there can be a better guy that's going to represent the team, the city. You know, and all of his former players, and 
and the people that he works with now with the team. I mean, it's just it, it's just exciting, and and can't wait to see him go in and and I hope that he's got a really good speech prepared. I'm sure he does. It better be eight <laughs> minutes or less, though. Uh, that'll do it for our first hour. Don't go away. We've got a second hour of Jaguars Radio on the network coming up, the debut of the Doug Peterson Show just moments ahead. No head coach with us tonight. We'll hear from Doug a good bit coming up. This has been Jaguars Happy Hour on Jaguars Radio.